Hey, Mr. Arnstein, here I am. Hello, and welcome back to Was Glee Good? Today we're discussing episode seven of season two, The Substitute, a.k.a. the Gwyneth Paltrow episode. I'm Lily. I'm Robbie. I'm Liz. Um, oh, and I'm so excited to tell you that we barely made it. We are 10 of 10. Um, the white feminist magazines list of podcasts that use the word racism like almost 100% correctly. Uh, so what an honor. Thank you, guys. I hate this bit. Uh, okay, I've got a summary of the episode from Wikipedia. Um, it is called The Substitute. So I need to find it on the list. Okay. Um, Will becomes ill. And is replaced by freewheeling substitute teacher Holly Holiday, parentheses, Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, who lets the Glee Club members choose which songs they get to perform. Sue takes over as principal <laughs> when Figgins is also ill. And, okay, well, you like the, okay uh, we'll get to it. Uh, and makes several changes, including firing Will, though she is ultimately <laughs> convinced to reinstate him. One of those choices was correct. <sighs> Kurt and Blaine become friends. And Mercedes organizes a protest against Sue. This skims on a lot of details. You sure, it's a summary. You shouldn't complain that they're too detailed. Yeah. And this really gives you nothing. But it also really drives home, if the definition of, like, a good story is that uh, at the end of it, characters have changed, <laughs> truly just circles back to the beginning. It's 45 <laughs> minutes does. later and nothing has happened except, I guess, we know who Gwyneth Paltrow is. And that's true of, like, most TV shows and TV episodes, right? Because they have This to one's just existing. more obvious. But it's way sure, but more obvious. Sure, there's just, like, sitcoms where the status quo is the funny part. And right. so there's no reason to start. Like, Will and Grace never changes but, from the beginning <laughs> to the end of an episode, and why would they? But the problem is with Glee, every episode, like, has to first establish a new status quo because all the characters <laughs> yes. act in completely different ways. <laughs> right. They have to reintroduce... It's essentially, every episode of Glee is a pilot. Again, it should just be like American Horror Story, but every episode, and it's the same <laughs> cast but different characters. <laughs> that but was... it's always in a high school and there's a Glee club. <laughs> it's just... No continuity. Then they can wildly vary in tone yes. like they do. <laughs> we made it just so many times, but it is truly like like every episode they go to write, like Brad Feltek walks over to Ryan Murphy and whispers, like, okay, so last episode they were students. You want to start there? <laughs> like, okay, it's so the students, so this one's gonna be mean. I don't know how she's been in the past, but that would be fun for me. Like, okay. It's baffling as a viewer. Uh, well, it also is insulting as a viewer because it's basically Ryan Murphy saying to me, hey, dummy, remember how she's mean? Because I just said just now how she's always mean. You believe me, right? Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, I don't. I don't believe I anything remember. you're telling me. <laughs> Anyway, so this episode starts off, Sue is the principal because she gave Figgins a gross flu. I yeah. don't care about it. Um, she, she does, does say, make a pretty good joke about uh, bisexual chimpanzees, and then she goes, much like your glee club, uh, <laughs> um, to Will Schuster, and I laughed out loud, sorry. She also says, my long quest for power has finally bore fruit, and it just bugs me because it should have been born. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I also, yeah. there's like a gross long joke scene in which she like, has Lauren's Aces sneeze on Figgins that I didn't need and also was disgusted by. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to just turn this episode off. And then she also gets well sick. It's gross. Yeah. It's Although for one second I thought, does this mean he'll be gone? Turns out the opposite no, it, is true. No, it means episode is No, it means we'll be gone from the school. Yeah. yeah. So Figgins is gone. Sue is principal. Will is sick, so he has to... The way we find out Will is sick, I just have to have him up at Babies. He goes into, like, the choir room, and it's oh, yeah, yeah, little yeah. baby versions. Like and he breaks dream. down sectionals on the whiteboard followed by gear up, period. <laughs> What? Just say that. I'm sorry. This is like people who do PowerPoint presentations, and then they just read off the bullet points that come up on the PowerPoint presentation. You're like, this is not sir. You're, this he's is got giving us one nothing. slide which just says gear up. Uh, yeah. So while he's writing, he's like, oh, not feeling so great. Oh, I better figure out what's happening. And turns around, and all the Glee Club members are like five years, five years, five yeah. years old. Yeah. How old are children? They, they're, like, they're about five, six, maybe. They're little baby versions of themselves. Baby it's, Rachel it's does look cute. like me and Michelle. It's <laughs> actually very good. Um, baby Kurt is wearing a full-on outfit that I believe Kurt Hummel has recently worn, including like a page boy cap and a necklace that he has put into his mouth. It's perfect. <laughs> Which I love. It, it is actually a really adorable it's little psychic. I also find all children very cute. Yeah, so. I mentioned them just fine, and it was still very cute. Uh, it doesn't need to be in the episode. Nope. 
Not one moment of this episode <laughs> has been relevant to anything. Literally, I probably got 15 minutes into this episode, and I was like, what happened last week? Like, there's nothing to refer to anything that's recently happened, except no. for maybe that Blaine still exists. Yeah, we get the Blaine stuff, that's it. That's the only continuity. Um, so Will goes home because he's feeling ill. Yeah. Um, he There's, again, a disgusting pan over his disgusting body, covered <laughs> in disgusting tissues. Yeah. And then we find out, joy of all joy... Harry is there. Because apparently they, like, had her contract for, like, longer than they had she's actually planned a, to use her. She's still, like, a whatever mean build cast member. Like, like she's credited every episode, even though she does not appear this episode. So, if you, if you know you have her and are paying her, write something better. Plan ahead. Oh, yeah. I did not enjoy Terry this episode. Okay, first of all, in this like scene, Jessalyn we learn more about their sex life than I ever wanted to know. Ugh. Oh yeah, because this is the scene where like we get we get the anal thermometer joke, right? <laughs> sure do. Okay. Yeah, and a lot of baby talk, which oh, it's infuriating. I'm sorry. No wonder you stopped having sex if your sex involved baby talk. Yeah, and, like, and sticking a thermometer and a up a man's ass, <laughs> yeah. not in a sexy way. In, no, you know. not in a fun way. Um, <laughs> she does say that she has a therapist and she's on medication, which I'm very thrilled for her about. I hope she's like seeing a great therapist working through her issues. Yeah. She is not seeing a great therapist if she's at her ex husband's house. <laughs> okay. got, oh, Therapy oh, doesn't flitter. work immediately. You're still a crazy person. Also, your therapist isn't magic. She can't stop right. you. She can just tell you, so you probably shouldn't have felt that. Right. I look for. I actually would watch an entire miniseries, and it's just like. Terry's weekly therapy session. Oh my god, Weber she shows up and they're like, hey, Terry, how was it this week? And she's like, I did really well. And then actually it's like, how did you do, buddy? And she's like, so I did go to my ex-husband's home and try to stick a thermometer up his ass. <laughs> and then like, loving make, make out with him. Spoiler, we're rubbing vapor rub on his back the wrong way. We'll come Wait, back. We're rubbing vapor so rub. It goes on your chest. Okay, so she pulls out the vapor rub and she's like, I know you love this, right? Sure, and he's fine, like, who doesn't? Great, sure. <laughs> and then she's like, take off your shirt, I'm with you. And lay on your stomach. That's, that's like the opposite. <laughs> also, it doesn't even make sense, like, oh, well, they want him to make out. Then he's facing the wrong way. Sorry. Also, you have to smell it. Sorry, you have you to do. smell you it. You do. That's the only way it works. Okay, anyway, so this scene, there's no vapor rub. She tries to stick a thermometer up oh, his yeah, ass, and he sorry. kicks her out. She um, even, like, smears it in Vaseline and these. It's not, it's, it's not good. I do have Will is being particularly mean to her, though yeah. it is crazy. No, I do have some questions, right? Like, was she, how'd she get in? It was seems she in- like she just showed up. Right, exactly. So she's getting all frustrated with him for being mean to her while she's taking care of him. Yeah, it's fine, crazy but like she she doesn't live there anymore. She just showed he up. Just, and, he didn't watch. Oh, the like neighbor called her. Oh yeah, we get some dumb lines. Here's, here's, yes, here's so, the other but thing. But he did not invite her into Will, his home. She's They're not just married. An adult man who it appears based on the fact that Terry's like, oh, the neighbor called me because she had to come over all the time and she was getting annoyed. Um, take care of yourself when you have a cold, you giant baby. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, it doesn't look He's that He's, what, bad. a 35-year-old man? I've 40? nursed myself through, like, 10 Way flus in the past two years. I have wisdom teeth out and, like, dealt with it on my own. Like, like Jesus be Christ. an adult. This is a pet peeve I have in real life and in TV shows. Like, take care of your fucking self. You're an adult. I'm sorry, it's a bummer, but... that's lovely, but, like, don't demand it of other yeah. people. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so, it's crazy. The point is that, like, Terry leaves and she throws singing in the rain down on the bed and is like, I know this makes you feel better. We were married for 16 years. Okay, <laughs> hey, well, you're divorced now, so... Bye. Also, no movie makes anyone feel better when they're sick. No, you're you sick. still you feel, feel ill. Gross. You're just enjoying yourself. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's dumb. It's also, why is this episode like about singing in the rain somehow too? <laughs> also, I can't believe we're having this argument because this episode is so boring. Oh, yeah, I mean, we have to yell about whether or not it's okay to take care of your sick ex husband. This is just so boring. All right, so then Rachel tries to take over the Glee Club, and Kurt everyone like, gets mad. Reactionarily, is like, I'll fix this. Sure. His He's hair like, looks. So good. Oh my god, that was my note later in this episode. It yeah. looks it does. He amazing. Looks- Kirk having met a second gay person is like really stepping it <laughs> Um, Although we learn in this sort of conversation with Mercedes and Kurt that like he's basically sort of like abandoning her because he has a new gay friend who he right. wants they were to catch. This is incredibly realistic. It's oh, me, sure. but like, yeah, same. Yeah. It's also very realistic how he. He's just very condescending, which is like a constant Kurt trait, right? Where he's like... My favorite thing about Kurt Hummel is even though he's like St. Kurt Hummel, get beat up, we're so sorry, we love you so much, he's also like weird, condescending, and sneaky. <laughs> also, like, I'm sorry, when you've been, like, lonely for a while, like, the specific, the specifics of your loneliness become something you can hold over other people, mm-hmm. because that's all you have. <laughs> right. And so you're like, no, you don't understand. And sorry, because you didn't you understand never, before, I'm gonna make you feel a little bad about how someone understand. else understands now. Yeah. Yeah, so he has ditching Mercedes, that sucks. She's being, it seems, visibly annoyed, which is right, yeah. without being mean about it. Yeah, it's, it's realistic for a Moderately yeah. well-adjusted teen. Sure. They're friends. They're fighting. It's fine. And then she uh, gets distracted by tater tots. Right, which is when I realized that this episode's going to be the, this the yeah. tater tots. I mean, There's also... There's more tater tot episodes, though. I know. It it's keeps disgusting. happening. It's, oh, it's her one recurring character trait. Like, I don't know what... 
We will get into it. It's we'll get into it. At this yeah. scene, she just like sees them. <laughs> they're like, they, they, they do like, the, like oh. yeah. Um, meanwhile, Kirk goes to get Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. So he's like, who, oh, she's been the subbing yeah. for uh, Will in the Spanish class. She yeah. speaks more Spanish in this. 15 second right. scene than Will has in a year and a half of watching this show. I was going to say, what if Ultra Spanish accent? Actually, not bad. I, do, really I mean, she's almost certainly learning in like Ibiza and like five star restaurants in Madrid. I believe that Gwyneth Paltrow has been to Ibiza recently and then to Ibiza. But she speaks it fairly fluently. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Which Will does not. And also, she's not like a Spanish substitute. She's just a substitute. She's just a substitute, yeah. I think Gwyneth Paltrow just speaks Spanish. Right, she's also in the show. So she, we learn in this scene, it's not just a substitute who speaks Spanish well. She's the cool substitute. She, yes. like, walks in and asks everyone in Spanish, like, Lindsay Lohan, so crazy, right? Because yeah. her thing is How that she gets How many times has she been to kids. rehab? Let's all get into groups and talk about rehab. These yeah. kids don't know any of those words, though, huh? Super no. Why they don't they? They, they just heard Lindsay like, Lohan and noticed that the, their teacher was hot. Sure. Like, like, yeah. 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 Um... Yeah, so Gwyneth Paltrow, we are supposed to understand, is like a hip substitute. Kirk comes together to be like, you were in my English class last week, and you did what appears to be um, a full performance of Conjunction with Junction. Backup with backup singers. <laughs> and a very small miniskirt. Yes. Mm. She doesn't dress super appropriately in this episode. Deep, deep, deep yeah. Uh, neckline. Yeah. Also. Um, but he's like, so I know you can sing, will you come be our Glee Club teacher? And she says yes. Um, in between, though, we do we get, get a, a flashback. Joke. Yeah, and Kurt makes a pretty unnecessary homelessness joke to a kid that just smells bad, I assume. Mm-hmm. I remember being and liking it, this joke when it happened because the delivery was, was really a dummy. Good. Yeah. And I was 16, and I'm and like, sorry I ever laughed at this joke. You it's switch unnecessary. Out, you switch out the reference, and the delivery is still really good. The delivery is yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's just, what if you made a joke about anything except for homelessness? Right. Like, why? Right. <laughs> why? Why? There's a lot of that this episode that made me sad again after a pretty good run of episodes. But I do agree that the um, delivery was. Right, excellently disdainful. Chris, Chris, Chris Colfer's great at this. It was not a good run of episodes. We were very offended about like oh, half the things true. in the last episode. The, I'm the doing last, the thing already where I only like the gay parts and I forget the rest. The last two episodes have been genuinely mostly bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 one entirely bad, one mostly bad. Truly blacked out everything that happened to Shannon Beast. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so she rolls into the choir room where Puck has been buttering the floors. That's a funny joke. This Sorry. It's very, very funny that we get Rachel walks in and like immediately falls. Fall, Pratt, fall. Perfect. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow walks in. Her name is Holly Holiday. Holly Holiday. Gwyneth Paltrow walks in. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should say it once. I know a family member who has a very similar name, which I won't say because it's rude, but <laughs> it's a real thing. It's I, I believe know. it. I know. Um, she walks in and like slides. Right, she's like, like get cool. it. She's so cool. But right after her, Kurt walks in and also does a full pride <laughs> fall. Now, in real life, this would be dangerous and someone could die. <laughs> on TV, in this comedy. is funny. When someone's legs go above their head. It's so hilarious. Also, they can pat also, their Lee hair Michelle is good at comedy. Lee Michelle's good at comedy. Um, they all switch uh, switch names. It's a fun thing to do to a substitute. Uh, Brittany says, I'm Mike Chang, which is perfect. Um, and this is where Holly Holiday reveals that she knows their names because she's seen their regionals performance and then yeah. goes where you came in dead last in a very <laughs> funny mean way. Uh, there is a funny flashback where like she's talking about like they seem like somebody else's favorite songs or something and it flashes back to Will going, come on guys, there's got to be a Journey song we haven't done yet. Yeah. This was so funny, the- but it made me mad when this episode resolved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like it doesn't right. make any sense later. It does, yeah, but it's a funny uh, joke. It works now. <laughs> we then... And I mean, we knew this was going to happen. Like, six minutes into this episode, Gwyneth Paltrow's character goes off the rails. She's like, you guys want to go to Taco Bell? You want to smoke some medical-grade marijuana? I'm like, oh, I hate this now. <laughs> I enjoyed it for 90 it took seconds. A turn. Now I hate it. Right. Sure. So her thing is that it seems like Will's picking all the set list songs, which is true. not true. We've actually had a lot of episodes about, like, uh, also, Rachel getting to pick but she and, like, Ben so getting from to seeing pick. that performance. Totally. Well, so the question for you guys, the actual people who've been in a choir, does the teacher not choose? Is it a democracy? Is so it in, a- like, an extracurricular thing, the students definitely would choose. Like, they would have some input. So when cool. I was when I was in the acapella group, um, we didn't have a, a teacher advisor, so we chose. Yeah. But like like the committee head of the group chose. Gotcha. And then there was some input. If I had been like, I hate this, and rallied to get everyone to be like, I hate this, then I'm sure we would have stopped doing a certain song. But it was mostly like yeah. gotcha. a kid named David wanted actually, to do the solo in the song, so we did it. That's never going to be a democracy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will go back to my Dark. opinion. 
Because if like if it's like a competitive show choir, which I have no experience with, mm-hmm. I assume that the teacher just picks yeah, it. Like, that's what I was assume, like, 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 choir, it's their job. Like, I guess yeah. they, they could take some input, but yeah, it's their job. There are probably there usually are rules about like you need like one ballot and like whatever, whatever. Yeah, you're never gonna make everyone happy. No. You do also, though, frankly, uh, hold you auditions for solos. Yeah, you do. Sure you do. <laughs> he also uh, might, like, like a very modern song, but it would be hard to do in this format. So, like... Right, or... It, uh, whatever. I don't anyway, know why so, Gwyneth like, we're going to let you pick your own songs, and Puck wants to do CeeLo's Fuck You, but he has to call it Forget You, <laughs> so because sad. it... Uh, this is actually, Fox. I remember when it was on, my first introduction to this song. So before I heard Fuck You, I heard Forget You by Gwyneth Paltrow. But I love this song, and I think it's a good performance. It's fine. She does uh, flip the gender, which is annoying. Is I annoying. didn't appreciate that, yeah. Uh, and also combined with, like, the Forget You instead of the Fuck yeah. You. It's like, okay. Deeply cool. It is the most kid And the ain't that some shit. Yeah. <laughs> they have to cut out the N-word at one point, which, like, good. But good for them, yeah. Is, Glee gets a lot of criticisms from people who have never watched Glee for being like, I don't want to watch those dumb kids bop versions of songs. And usually... I like have take issue with that, um, but in this, in this episode, case, it's, it's dramatically correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it like is. weird and reductive. Top forty sweet cheeks, hit it. It is fun. It's yeah. super fun. I did think to myself, can you believe that this is how Gwyneth Paltrow met her new boyfriend? <laughs> oh my god. Now at this point she was still married, I think. To oh, But she has since Chris then Martin. become no, uh, consciously uncoupled. That's what I was going to say. Chris Martin. Yeah. She's become consciously uncoupled and now she's dating Ian Brennan? We Brand always Belichick. forget. Ian Brennan. Ian Brennan. I was going to say Brad Falchuk, so whatever. Uh, um, 50-50, I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> but you sound so certain. <laughs> It's um, fine. The choreography's fun. Like, Britney yeah. dance is good. Oh, Ian Brennan wrote this episode, so probably Ian Brennan. It's a little... So, <laughs> it, it's fine. It comes across fine. It's... Were this real life, again, like, it's not super appropriate no. for her to be saying... Sure, but I'm watching, like, it, a TV show in which people dance around and yeah, sing and, 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 and sing uh, for good. Yeah, okay. yeah, fine. Fine. Cool. The first number... Um, and like I don't know, this show needs to figure out how to like do a number at the beginning to get me interested. I don't totally. know they don't We're too do far that. in. I'm bored. Yeah, like also like uh, you're shoehorning things boring. in. You're justifying things however you're justifying them. You don't need to like set it all up. Just open with the song. Just saying. Open Just with "Good Morning Baltimore" every episode. Oh my god, <laughs> would I love that? Um, yeah, so this happens. The next thing I believe starts with Sue writing the word humiliation across her journal, which did make me laugh. Um, um, we well, learned we that in her role of yeah. principal, I think she, she starts oh, this. Oh, she starts that. Okay. And we learned that as her, in her new role of uh, substitute principal, I think, she has, she tried to fire Shannon Beast. Mm-hmm. She tried to shut she down the football, football team. She, like, marches into the football practice, which, again, is being held in the locker room. <laughs> cool. I know that's, like, a petty thing we keep talking about. Right? Well, to be fair, in this case, they're, like, well, first of all, women shouldn't be in the men's locker room. But right. Well, There's, like, a zone that, like, of the locker room. Yeah, that's, that like, is. for team meetings. Yeah. And right. that's what they're having here, where she's telling them not to spray, like... Athletes put spray in <laughs> and eyes. eyes. Yeah, so Just they're having a little team huddle. It's, yeah. a, it's an appropriate location. Um, yeah, so Sue walks in, so she's starting the football team, and Beast goes, then who would the Cheerios cheer for? And Sue, like, slinks away in shame. She's no. like, I will get back to you. As Sue walks away, Coach Beast sprays the spray in her, which is funny. (laughs) It's funny! Um, But also, the whole point of the Cheerios is that they like compete in cheerleading. Yeah, competitive cheerleaders do not have to cheer for teams. They actually mostly don't. It's an individual sport. Yeah, it could be be fine on its own. Yeah. What's the cheer movie where they say, like, like the. I think it's that, that one where they're like we don't room. like where the football players cheer for us or like people come to cheer for the uh, cheer yeah. team or it's when she's recruiting um, mm-hmm. Eliza Dushku and she's like people come to cheer for us oh, the yeah. cheerleaders. God, I love that movie. Yeah, so then she instead her second choice after shutting down the football team is to shut down the glee club by having Will fired. No, she decides to ban tater tots. Oh right. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, she sees two. Obese students in the hallway and is like, ah, oh, I get it. It is. It's actually a very gross scene in which like every student in the hallway in her eye line when she looks up is eating a piece of bread of some sort, a muffin <laughs> or a bagel or. And so she's like, I've got it. I'll ban tater tots and any food that isn't what we turn out to be later like foam food, which is not a healthy it's thing. Not a it was thing. a weird note. It's really gross. 
Uh, All right. So uh, now we get the scene. Also, wait. Sorry. sorry go we ahead. We forgot that uh, they can't call them tater tots, so they call them potato tots. Like oh, right, because it's a brand. It's a brand? Tater tots is somehow a brand. That's You're why lying, I'm, right? I'm like, oh, they always just call them, like, tots. Yeah. Well, so that was that was a weird cultural thing. It started, I think, with Napoleon Dynamite. Mm. Um, but, like, everyone my age, to this day, when, when like, there's, like, tater tots in the cafeteria at work, yeah. everyone my age makes a whole thing about tots. It became, like, this, like... That's cultural deeply embarrassing. Stone. I hate 2011. You're right. I hate it. You're right. I totally forgot about Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Like, give that me some of your talks. Existed. Yeah. Why would yeah. I not? Oh my god. I saw I like five people talk. dress up as uh, Napoleon Dynamite Shut or Pedro up. this Halloween. This it's, year? It's like, it's what? come back around. There's like a resurgence. No. Is it good? No. Like the movie? No. I haven't seen it since. No, I yeah, I don't. I haven't it seen was it bad. Years, I just so. pretended I liked it because I didn't want to have that conversation with my friends. I liked it though, is the problem. I did not. It was boring. It's like how I never want to rewatch Juno because I don't want to think about it. Oh, it's a I didn't like medium holes up. There, yeah. Okay, that's about it's right. Fine. For an, Alice and Janney is still in Cody it. Project. Yeah. It made me feel um, gross. Anyway, so there are no more tater tots, and Mercedes is upset about it. I hate it. Um, <sighs> then we get uh, Will dressed as Gene Kelly performing "Make Him Laugh" so with Mike like, Chang. I missed something. Is this a fever dream? Yes, we do okay. find out it was a dream. This was the scene I mentioned before we started recording that made me yell into my empty apartment, why am I watching this? Really? So I went into it hating it. Yeah. I'd say I spent the first 45 seconds hating it because I hate everything Will Schuster does. <laughs> and I hate that in an episode where he's theoretically sick, we still have to watch him perform. Um, <laughs> but then if I removed all context, if I was like, this is not a teacher performing a weird thing on a high school auditorium. It's just a performance. Matthew Morrison is a Broadway performer, and he does a perfectly fine version of this. I did, okay, while I was watching, I, I did concede give him credit. that like, it was fine, and like, yeah. it was charming, and like, like we I do think I took like a micro nap, though. <laughs> sure, 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 <laughs> I've it a little bit, but I watched the last like 45 seconds, <laughs> and I fully enjoyed it. I'm just saying, just YouTube it, Donald O'Connor did it better, and it didn't oh, need to be yeah. redone. This oh, is this was also the thing where like, Glee does not need to fully remake Well, so here's the, here's the thing, like, you know when someone does a cover of a Beach Boys song, and if you do it with the harmonies, it's always going to be inferior to the Beach Boys harmonies, yes, and if, if you, you just change it, then you lose the charm of the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was a thing that didn't need to be redone in an inferior no. way or changed. It just didn't need to be done. Right. If you can't do it better, don't do it. Like, so, but again, yeah, it's, it's fine. It was not the worst member in this episode. No, it was, it was fine. Just, I, I want to give Matthew Morrison, like, he is existed. a Broadway performer. It's kind of charming. Sure, he it's can stupid. do it. It's stupid. I wish I hadn't it seen off. it. Right. Yes. And I do love the 1920s by way of 1950s, like, style men's clothing. Sure. The, like, sweater. I don't know. It's fine. Um, I think next is Rachel Inwell's home... <laughs> What? Wearing... Yes. Oh my god, she is. No, she is. She's alone in her teacher's home with her teacher. So Will is like wrapped in a robe on his fucking couch with tissue pouring out of his crevices. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel Berry is sitting on his chair across the uh, coffee table wearing a little like hospital mask, whatever you call Uh, him. Um, appropriately, she doesn't want to get whatever this horrible, disgusting disease is. Because I think I literally fell asleep. Why would you not? It's horrible. I was like in bed. The point is that Rachel Berry has once again come alone to her teacher's home. He has allowed her to enter his home, and now she's complaining about uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, if you're a teacher, and even if with the best of intentions, a student comes over to your home and you're home alone, at the door you say... I will see you at school tomorrow. I'll see you at school whenever right. I see you. Don't come into my home. Shoot me an email. Your, t- your student, by the way, should not know where you live. Should not know where you live. No, it's a whole thing where we're like, when you see teachers out of school, it's like weird, right? It's like, yeah, it should also, be. they're explicitly not supposed to give you personal information about themselves. Right. It's <sighs> until, like, you know, it's the thing, like, now teachers want to add you on Facebook until you've graduated from Ew, high school or really? whatever. Absolutely As they not. They should not. Like,. <laughs> Anyway, it's, it's crazy. It's also boring. This episode is deeply boring. I can't watch one more episode in which, like, they have to convince Will Schuster that they care for him. Uh, and we're in the lunchroom, I think. Yeah, yeah we are. So we get the scene where the Cheerios we find out the tots. Don't make, no pull more tots. away the tots. Mercedes gets mad. She goes to Sue. Uh, there's a moment of a funny joke here where Sue holds up a big stock of broccoli and she's like, what is this? And Mercedes, <laughs> without missing a beat, just goes, toilet brush. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sue says, when I showed it to Brittany yeah. earlier, she got she started crying because I'd cut down the tree where a family of gummy bears lived. Um, right, so this scene sucks. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I, just, I have no opinions about it. I actually have down, do we have anything to say about Mercedes loving tater tots? 
I wish it was. I wish she different. was a human character with real uh, right. feelings but it's and emotions. Like, and I if too they're like not going to take tots. this seriously, then I can't take it seriously. It sucks. Yeah, it's. I mean, like it's. I have it things sucks. to say about how it wraps up later, but like while it's happening, I just hate it. I don't care at all. Tater tots are delicious. Tater tots are great. Tater tots are good. I don't want to be watching this. That's the one African American character and the one character who's not like traditionally thin, loving tater tots makes me feel gross. So yeah, I don't feel right. great and about that, that again, part. Again, being her only plot point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if well, she had five other plot points this season, I'd be like, okay, fine. What a fun quirk we're doing now. Sure, or like a human, I mean, it's boring, yeah. but whatever. But when you give her like two things and it's right, this, this is her and facet. You, like. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> uh, nobody's ever single faceted. <laughs> <laughs> Unifaceted. So um, meanwhile, Gwyneth Paltrow has come up to Rachel Berry in the hallway. I forget what Rachel complains about, but Holly Holiday immediately goes, "Oh, you suck, huh?" In such a like, <laughs> at which point she should be fired. She should be fired. Sorry, she be fired. there's no excuse to like. In a TV show, I know it's hilarious. <laughs> it just made me so mad. It tells her she's a drag. Yeah, she's like, you're a drag, you never have any fun, do you ever do anything without, like, thinking about the consequences? And she's like, no, I'm not, 16, just, of course I think about consequences. As I should, don't teach me not Constantly. to. Um, the outcome of which is that they perform. Well, so, somehow, not, oh, there's a couple things in between that don't really matter. No, she's like, what do you, you always wanted to do that Will's never let you do? And then we get another one of the flashback scenes to win them in the choir room. Right. Rachel being yeah. like, hey, Mr. Shu, can we do whatever? And he's like, no, come on, guys. we got to find a journey song. She uses the same phrase like a few times. It's kind of funny. Like, something. She says a upbeat. fun girly number with a dance beat. With yeah. A, yeah, with a yeah. dance beat. Um, it turns out what she's talking about is the nowadays hot honey rag from Chicago, <laughs> which I do love. Because <laughs> I love Chicago. Right. When this is what she meant by a dance beat. I, I know. No, I, I actually knew this. This is what the, what she was talking about when she said that, and I was like, um, I feel like years later, I for some reason remember this as being a Rachel and Santana number, which I would have liked more, frankly. But this is still really enjoyable. They're wearing the like full on robes, right? Right. Um, they with have like, the, like little light LED yeah. screen behind them. And then them. they've got like the dance yeah. that turns with yeah. a lot yeah. of fringe. And that's good, isn't it grand? Isn't it great? Isn't it swell? Isn't it fun? Isn't it? But nothing stays in 50 years or so. Like again, like in real life, it would be a weird thing to perform with a student, but it's Crazy. but it's so like fun and like goofy, and they're like cl- clearly having fun, and the yes. Glee Club is clearly having fun watching them. Oh, and it's Sam just... in the audience is like freaking out. <laughs> His choices are bizarre. The corridor where she's choices here, but he's like fist pumping. I and, love like... it. It's perfect. Um, I mean, it's more, not perfect, yeah. but it's fun. It's really fun. It's what it could. Be. It's fun. Sure, more like tap dancing on yeah. the show. More tap dancing. More tap dancing everywhere <laughs> in the world. Um, yeah, technically I think there was a gap between them Somewhere talking and there, then performing. Yeah, we missed. Um, some, again with Terry and Will. Oh, this Terry is where this she is beats the soup, rubs Vicks oh. vapor rub on his back, and then has sex with him. Her ex-husband. Who has been... Uh, I mean, there are a lot of reasons not to do this, so... Yeah. I mean, honestly... He made the more questionable choice here. He's the one who broke up with her because she pretended to be pregnant and wasn't. Yeah. And I know he's, like, sick or whatever, but um, that's actually his only, like, objection to this is she starts making out with him and he goes, I don't want to get you sick. Also, I think it's supposed to be, like, protective. Also, we have a deeply fucked up relationship right. and should not be having sex. Also, we shouldn't, like, speak to each other ever again. Like, also, Okay. Maybe I believed this when I was a teen watching this show, but if your ex-wife is sitting in bed with you and then you remove your shirt, exactly what do you think is going to happen? Also, sorry. Don't have sex when you're that sick. You're snotty. <laughs> don't let your I... ex-wife into your home. Don't like. Don't do if any this of this. Is your relationship. How did he not take her key back months ago? I mean, I fully believe Terry would like somehow. Get she would, <laughs> and I love her. I'm still pro Terry, regardless of anything she does. 
Um, yeah, so it's crazy. I have down, oh no, sex no, which is right. <laughs> um, in the middle here, so Mercedes and Kurt are talking again, and once again, he's canceling plans right. with her to hang out with Blaine instead. Which is shitty, um, but understandable. He goes, Blaine got us tickets to go to, like, see Rent at whatever the playhouse. And she goes, oh, for all of us? And he goes, I think you can only make a score too, which is, uh, like, don't lie to your friend. Just be like, no, I'm ditching you again. <laughs> um, and he says instead he set her up on a date with a football player named Anthony Rashad. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, thankfully, she does call out, like... She's like, oh, the only other black person why? at this school. <laughs> what made you think of him? He's like, yeah, you know, he's in the, the Black Student Union. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Um, yeah, Mercedes is rightfully like, absolutely not. You can ditch me, but, like, just own up to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and don't, like, set me up on a date that I didn't ask for, and then also racially profile me. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So she also, I think weird. somewhere in there, like, is like, uh, does a top protest or something? Like, she stands up on a chair and writes tots and everyone starts yelling tots. Huh. Yes, there's something For, happening. Doesn't matter. I couldn't engage with it. No part of my brain lit up with this happened. And now Sue fire as well. Now Sue fire as well. Which someone should have did a long time ago, so I'm happy with it. Frankly, they should both be fired. This whole school should be shut down. (laughs) (laughs) Turned into like a STEM school, you know what I mean? Where's Emma? (laughs) No more arts. Emma doesn't exist in this episode. Um, I don't actually know what happened here aside from Sue fire as well. She fired Emma off screen. You can't have Terry and Emma in the same episode. (laughs) That's true. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Mercedes, Kurt, and Blaine are at Princeton. (laughs) (laughs) Um... And Blaine and Kurt are just debating Prop 8. They're not even debating. They're both just talking about how dumb it is to ban gay marriage. Which, one, it's 2011 and I love it. Two, this is the most realistic conversation I've ever seen portrayed on television. I had to skip it. I'll tell you all about it. It hurt me to watch. Mercedes is obviously tuned out. At one point she goes... Um, they, like, Blaine asks her what she thinks and she just goes oh about don't ask don't tell and her <laughs> goes no we're on prop 8 now <laughs> uh, she tunes out again and they're just saying she imagine they're just saying the words gay back and forth to each other <laughs> oh my god is it Oh, please. And then Kurt opens his mouth and takes out a small pink plastic purse Fuck, I remember and goes this. like that she's just in there <laughs> it's perfect <laughs> Oh, it's There's a perfect, perfect nightmarish quality to being a gay teen talking to another gay teen that yes. is just like mm, well, like the first one he's found, yeah. which is the whole thing. And also, like the first one he's found who happens to be like a very like student council gay is the term <laughs> I keep using, but it's right. Correct. Where he's, Sorry, like, so interested. He also says he enjoys college football. Trying to engage Mercedes. Blake does, yeah. yeah. Although one more then after that, when Mercedes is clearly like that's not going to work either, it's a very funny second tack to try. Um, <laughs> Kirk goes, okay, let's list our favorite Vogue cover to the year on the count of three. One, two, three, and they both say Marion Cotillard. <laughs> Kurt also trying again is like, um, okay, so has everyone read the new Patti LuPone book? And then there's like a silence. Mercedes. And then Blaine is like, I'm just kidding, of course I have. And Kurt does the whole, like, oh my God, thank God. I was, no, no, no. I'm really happy for them. I'm so sorry for Mercedes. It's perfect. And then she does ask their waitress for tater tots. This is too realistic. I hated it. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Holly Holiday gets uh, Will's job. I have done. This is not how teachers get or not lose jobs. <laughs> well, and so the other thing is, so he like confronts her about this. He's like, "You were so fast to like take my job." Again, not um, how jobs work. Not how jobs work. <laughs> I'm like, no. This whole thing is like weird. She condescends to him about how he communicates with students, and he's like, but I'm there for them, and they need an adult in their lives, which would be fine if Will Schuster was if any was type of good adult or teacher or role model. She does say, uh, she says, when what do you do when they, they do something good. good? And he's he says, like, like, praise them. And she's like, I tweet them about it right there. <laughs> which is not how you use the word tweet, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, is deeply horrifying. Yeah, you tweet at them. Um, also, like, high schoolers weren't into Twitter yet. No. Sorry. Also, it's insane. But then she, he basically, like, she says, like, apologetically how she can't turn the job down as if she's doing something to him. That's no, not how he got is. fired and then she somehow got <laughs> his job. She yeah. says there are, like, so few good teaching jobs. A true thing. Right. And it's also not like it was, like, okay, decide amongst yourselves. One of you gets this job. So, like, whatever. <sighs> Also, she doesn't know him, even if it was that scenario. She doesn't know him anything. This is the first time they've met. Yeah. He's just some dude. She doesn't know him shit. I hate it. And now we get um, Sue and Gwyneth Paltrow and Mercedes in Sue's, in Principal Sue's office. Okay, Mercedes Yeah, Mercedes did an act of 
Um, nonviolent protest. <laughs> God bless her. Doing a great job. Yeah, where she shoved a bunch of tater tots up the like exhaust pipe of Sue's car. Cost and apparently did $17,000 for the damage. It is funny. The joke is that Sue's car, she like starts talking it up as being nice and expensive. <laughs> and then it's a la car. <laughs> Uh, which is funny. I'm, um, not, I'm not looking at Google image results for luck. She makes another <laughs> reference to her lawyer being Gloria Allred, which is oddly prescient. And weirdly consistent, because she's talked about it weirdly before. Weirdly consistent. Um, and so, but she makes a reference in the course of threatening to charge Mercedes with a felony, which is not great. No. You just don't need it. But also, I don't care. It's, I'm so I, tired. I, I can't muster It's anything. certainly nothing compared to moments from now. Holy shit. When we finally get... Hold on, real quick. We gotta... We just, the thing this scene is oh, establishing please. is that Holly Holiday is a bad teacher who, like, doesn't know how to discipline anyone or, and is, like, makes bad choices. And Mercedes right, basically had run this by her, and she was like, fine, great. Go, great, do, great, go do it. Um... Uh, but so then we do get Will and Holly. Um, Holly has stopped by Will's home oh, to cry about what a bad teacher she is. Yeah, they're drinking expensive beers because I guess Will isn't violently ill anymore. And then... It, Guys, I remembered what happens. Yeah, so she explains that she used to be a really uptight, like, rule-abiding teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, in a very dowdy outfit. Still a substitute. Yeah, she's always a substitute. She used to be, like, really law-abiding. Well, not law-abiding. Uh, also law-abiding. She allowed Mercedes to break a law. Um, but, like, rule-following and, like, quote-unquote boring or whatever. Yeah. Until a student punched her in the face. Now, this is a horrifying story to begin with because it's just lazy writing. Like, it's not a funny joke. It's lazy. Um, it's also maybe one of the top three most racist things this, this show has done it's so like, far. The student who punched yeah. her in the face is a young black woman named Cameo, mm-hmm. um, who, I guess, also steals her Air Jordans. Like, that was the weirdest fucking button on the whole thing. Especially because the outfit she was wearing was like a high neck. There was, she was not wearing Air Jordans with that. Uh, not um, the point, but I'm just saying. I don't feel the need to repeat every racist part of We're certainly not scene, going but to. It's but just, um, it's, it's horrifying. It's like horrifying. Is it? Is it referencing something that happened? Is it like a precious? Oh, she says oh. she looked like a something precious. Oh, like no. oh my god, uh-huh. I blacked no, no, that she out. Doesn't. I don't remember why, but I'm sure it was also racist. No, what she says is she looked like an attractive Biggie Smalls. Oh, oh my God, you're right. Which is worse. Maybe I was afraid Jesus. she was going to say something about Precious, so much so that yeah. I projected it. I do think the whole thing is like a Precious. Like there's a teacher in Precious, right? It was it's all not. It sucks. It's, it's so bad. bad. It's she's, not anyway, funny and it's racist. Yeah, she makes this, she this horrible, horrible thing and then says that it fucked her up so badly that now she's like a cool teacher. She never signs more than a one month lease. It's taught her to like not take anything too seriously. She only eats off paper plates. I hate it. It's insane that, first of all, this happened and it affected her like professional choices as a substitute teacher. <laughs> Good episode, everyone. <laughs> but that it affected her personal life to the extent that she no longer makes commitments Romantically or like, which is like real I only sign, yeah, I only like, sign month to month leases. It's crazy. Once I'm a man sorry? tried to propose to me and I moved. Yeah, like it's which is just it, like what is it? What is? I, I understand it's a joke or whatever, but is it? I don't. I. I mean, is um, it a joke? Is it, Terry why is in. it in this episode? Yeah, the end of this unresolved scene in which we like get Gwen Coulter's backstory is that Terry shows up and Will meanly throws her out. As though they didn't have sex the night before. Uh, to be fair, though, Terry does say, I'm his wife. Which is not true. Not true. Uh, wait, I just need to go back. And I, I, I guess I get why this happens, because they have to be guest stars. Yes. But, like, both Gwyneth Paltrow and um, the, oh my god, April Rhodes character, right, mm-hmm. are like, why did I forget the actress's name? She's like my favorite. Kristen Jones. Thank you. I'm aphasia. Um, she, it's not what aphasia is. I, I always using... use it wrong. I always <laughs> use it wrong. Um. Both are, like, intransient, like, stowaways, like, ride in the rails. Uh, And I get it's because they can't be consistent characters, right? Yeah, but there's lots of ways to write in guest characters. There's less lazy writing. Yeah, it feels a little bit like you maybe don't like your lady characters. No, don't love them. Especially not if there's going to be any, like, hint of a romantic thing with Will. Oh, absolutely not. They have to be worse than him so he can make them better. I I guess, thank God, Shelby isn't, uh, like, a... She's just off somewhere else raising her beautiful child. They're yeah, just... but she also was a, like, I just, oh, right. like, like, make I out just... with everyone because oh of my very demanding show choir career. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. It's 
so much. Uh, so that uh, it just it's fine. This is exhausting. gross Terry out. Um then we get we're back to the old Kurt Kurt Mercedes. Mercedes where he calls Mercedes out for replacing love <laughs> with tater tots. I have like ten things to say about this, all of which are nightmarish. Just he's not in love, to be clear. Yeah. He made a friend yeah. who he admittedly wants to kiss. <laughs> Two don't make like judgment value calls about the way your friend eats. Well, like, also, real... says, he also says that she's using him in the place of a boyfriend, as if the reason she had turned down the setup was not that it was arbitrary and thoughtless. Right. Like I just what I just had written down was wait what because I fully thought that I had missed a scene no. that made this make sense. The real yeah. problem is that like the show wants to pawn Kurt now off on Blaine, and so we need to separate no, these two the characters. Sh- the show like believes what Kurt is saying. Like oh, the show yeah. wants us to be like, oh yeah, Kurt's right here. No, they're just he's friends. Not, he's not just right. Just because you're being a shitty friend doesn't mean you get to want to attack right. your friend or something that's been bothering her lately and to like make decisions about her life. If this in the show was another instance of Kurt being shitty, right? Which they have had many of they're <laughs> doing a good job of like making sure right. you understand he's still a person. But they don't like understand and care about Mercedes enough to do that. Um, she, she hasn't been using him in the place of a boyfriend. They've been friends. They're no. friends. That's what friends are. Yes, no. you rely emotionally on a friend. That's a good friend. Right, we went over this in like episode two or whatever, right? Oh Where God, she like right. wants to date him and whatever. But they seem like they're just friends now. It's yeah, fine. Genuinely, it seemed like until this episode when they wiped the whiteboard up. Yeah, it's bonkers. It sucks. And then it, this is the episode, the scene that ends with her being like, I'm going right. to go call. I'm going to go call Anthony. I did think I did he was cute. Yeah. Which is like, okay, so you're just going to... The show earlier was like, this sucks that Kurt, right? It's like Kurt is being reductive and stupid. But then yeah, it's but just it's like, haha, but get it, because she does like him, so he's right. Uh, and again, there are, as we say so often, there are complicated issues with like maybe being the only like two black people in your school sure, in Ohio, in Ohio and maybe they would wanna... you would have experiences that you shared, but that's not what they're exploring here. No. No. Nor will no, they ever. Not at all. And I think, first of all, thank God they don't cry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not, saying, <laughs> that. I'm not saying they should dip their toe in those waters. Ryan Murphy writing Anthony and Mercedes talking about their experiences as black students in Ohio. Oh, my God. Oh, no, I just like. We actually have to cancel this podcast. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all TV. We then get like a montage of students having gone Ooh. to sue. Actually, to what Will's we get job. first is Karofsky threatening Kurt again. Oh yeah. Okay, this is where so, we, get, we get a. Death I don't know threat. why we get it, but it's well, it's important because it's a death threat, and that comes up. It's an elevation. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, he like, comes up to be like, "Hey, did you tell anyone about how you kissed me?" And Kurt's like, "You kissed me," and also, "No, I'm allowing you to like explore this on your own," which is pretty chill because it was assault. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Good, because if you do, I will kill you." Uh, which Kurt looks rightly terrified by. Sure. Cool. Um, then we get the montage of students going to sue to save Will's job because, again, he's been fired, which is not how this works. Um, yeah, and you can't petition for him to come back. Yeah, they're all like, we love him, blah, blah, blah. Also, Punk makes a joke about being sexually assaulted by Sandy Ryerson. That makes me very uncomfortable. Um, more stuff from the pilot's bad. Uh, also, <laughs> sorry, a substitute principal would not have the ability to just, like, unilaterally. A principal oh, doesn't. No I think one does. Like, fire, approval. Firing a teacher is incredibly difficult. Also, not the person who union. brings up a like, teacher's union, yes! <laughs> <laughs> to prevent this sort of thing. Exactly! Um, the Easily the funniest visual gag in this episode, though, is the Nixon portrait that Sue has put up in the principal's office that she just stands in front of this whole scene. <laughs> she also, like, when she calls him in to uh, rehire him or whatever... She says something about my time as president has taught me, and Will just like offhand corrects her principal. (laughs) 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 The the bits of these characters when they're at their best, which is Sue being the adult in the room and Mm -hmm. Will being just like an exasperated dork, are Mm -hmm. like those are good. Yeah, and it makes me sad. You get like one offhand. But stop trying to make Sue a villain and stop trying to make Will like Like a golden boy. Yeah, golden boy. (sighs) Anyways, uh, the other thing. So Will comes back to teach and everyone is cheering and they're glad he's back and whatever. But here's the thing. If like a teacher is being fired or rehired or any like staffing decisions are made, the students shouldn't and wouldn't be involved. Like there would be, they wouldn't be involved in this dramatic narrative arc. I would accept it as a plot point in season six of the show. If there had been a mistake and Will had been suspended for something he didn't do and the students needed to rally together to prove that he had like taught them some valuable things. (laughs) Once. I would accept it once. We've used it maybe four times now. <laughs> In two seasons. Remember what they did to Sir With Love? Where is Tina, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she doesn't speak at all this no, episode. We um, get, no. Um, so Will comes back. He's super excited. And they're like, hey, but you know what we really did like about Miss Holiday is that she listened to us and took our opinions seriously. So he tells them they're going to do Singing in the Rain. And they're like, how old is this song? Rightfully so. The answer is 55 years old. <laughs> 
So he goes to get Holly Holiday. Who's teaching history uh, and is doing Mary Todd Lincoln. Mary Todd Lincoln. some pretty fun jokes about being bipolar. Yeah. Um, and what, and also Abraham Lincoln being gay, which didn't super... Which don't be wrong, there are like a lot of theories and a lot of historians believe, but it's sure. not something I would like throw out there in a history class as a substitute teacher. <laughs> so where did she get the dress? Yeah, she's full on dress <laughs> Mary Todd Lincoln. She's also wearing what appears to be a terrible wig. <laughs> Bad. Okay. Um, yeah, he gets her to be like, hey, will you help me like reach out to these students and modernize this song? Which just turns out to be a full rain pouring performance <laughs> mashup of Singing in the Rain and uh, Rihanna's Umbrella. It's bad. I didn't like I like both of these songs individually. This is the worst thing I've ever seen happen to either of them. I didn't like The songs it. don't belong together. The dancing isn't good. The singing isn't good. I hate it. Also, not if the premise is that he wants to try it out as the first song for sectionals, one, why are the two teachers singing? Two, why is it full of rain? Three, why is it bad? <laughs> this is the one I was watching with Lauren and she, I looked up and she was making a horrified face and just went... They couldn't do this on any high school auditorium <laughs> stage. Oh, right? <laughs> Which I was like, oh, I'm that so sorry. That's not how the show works. They don't care. But also, they can't actually rehearse anything for regionals because they have to perform it in the regionals episode and they don't repeat numbers. Right. So, like, you'll never Also, you see can't it. rain on the regional <laughs> stage. Also, your substitute Spanish teacher would not be the lead performer. <laughs> Also, why is she still at the school? Doesn't she, like, hop around when things go bad? Apparently she only hops around within this one school, which is not how substitute teaching works. And we haven't seen her before. uh, (laughs) And then the episode ends, thank God. Thank God. Three words or less, it was really good No, 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 no. Boring and terrible. I fell asleep. Hated it. (laughs) Bad. Because, again, by any narrative, like... Uh, task was bad. Yeah. No one changed except for we got Holly Holiday. Sure, and she'll come back later and it'll be better. Mm-hmm. I do I remember think. it being better. This is yet another episode that you can completely remove from the canon without affecting anyone's arc. Yeah, no, skip, it skip this matter. out. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Like the point is like Holly Holiday exists, she will come back many episodes from now, and Dave Karofsky threatened Kurt again, but in a new way. Yeah. Didn't need it. I hated it. Top forty sweet cheeks. Okay, I have one quiz, and it's bad, but we're going to play uh, the IMDb game for Gwyneth Paltrow. Thank God. Are you familiar with the IMDb game? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, great. For those of you who aren't listening at home, uh, it's you name an actor, actress, whatever, um, and then the, uh, you know how on IMDb there's like a list of four titles that it thinks they're best known for? <laughs> Uh, and it's like, I have no idea how these are picked, and they're always extremely confusing and wild. They're always wrong. Uh, so it's just name an actor... Guess. Everyone else has to guess. Yeah. Uh, so, Gwyneth Paltrow, what four movies do you think IMDb says she's most known for? I know this is wrong. Talented Mr. Ripley. Oh, very wrong. Uh, what has Gwyneth Paltrow been in? Seven. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was the easiest one. Ooh, Sliding Doors. <laughs> no. Mm, Shallow Hal. No. <laughs> that would be very funny. Um, Emma? No. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, Shocked by how many Gwyneth Paltrow movies I know, <laughs> to be honest. Are they all movies? They're all movies. Okay. I guess she wasn't ever regularly on a TV show. Iron Man. Yes. Oh, more than one. What? She was in more than one. Are they all yeah. like, okay. The, the, the three of them are Iron Man. Iron Man 2. It's seven, Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, and Iron Man 3. Those were her four movies. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. So that's Yes. Beautiful. Not Shakespeare in Love? No. Oh, I forgot that existed too. So I, good Have though. I ever seen a Gwyneth Paltrow movie? Um, that's all I had. Awful. It truly made me laugh when I saw it. Um, we've also gotten some really good fan mail lately that I think yes. we just wanted to take a moment to respond to. Starting with a voicemail from two weeks ago. Sorry for the delay. Um, <laughs> By the time we put this out, it will be three to four it'll weeks. It'll be seven <laughs> or eight weeks. Um, but just wanted to say thanks for leaving such a good voicemail. You're right. It is about to get super terrible. Um, and we do this for you, our yeah. listeners. Uh, we got a great email from Melanie. Um uh, who says we should watch between season two and three the 3D movie? Again, I have seen it. <laughs> I'm gonna pass on that. <laughs> we should do uh, the Glee project though, which uh, also shut up between Glee seasons project. two and three. <laughs> if I have to be the one that just does it by myself and updates both of you, I will. I volunteer. If you don't want to watch the Glee project, I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, we also got an uh, email from Eleanor, who interviewed Kevin McHale um, for the Hillary for America, um, for the digital team, which is amazing and yeah, made so our day. Yeah. Um, what else? 
Uh, Cody <laughs> tells a really good story about his um, school choir director insisting that glee club, or I guess choir, um, should be about students, not the teacher, which is correct. <laughs> and I do think you're right that uh, Ira Shankman, if you're out there, if you're listening, thanks for being such a good fan <laughs> and for listening. Uh, I also for appreciate that the subject line of this email was just all lowercase, don't touch your students. Don't touch your students. <laughs> <laughs> um, another great email from, oh, I'm going to mess up the pronunciation of this name, so I'm not even going to try. Thing. I would say Oud. Oud, okay. I'm sorry if I said your name wrong. I, I apologize. I looked it up before saying this out loud. Um, who suggested that Santana and Brittany should have sang the Word of Your Body reprise from Spring Awakening, and you're right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I can't happy to see that. Um, and Sarah uh, pointed out that Darren, Chris, and Leah Michelle actually did do Falling Slowly as a duet, so shout out to them. Okay, so it wasn't on Glee. No. no. Okay. <laughs> no, on Glee they do um, Don't You Want Me, and it's really fun. Don't you want me? I Great like it song. better than the um, the original version. It's yeah. Hearsay. Terrible. Um, also, in the top three versions of that song, there isn't, I don't know why either of you know this, there's an episode <laughs> of Will and Grace where they tell a really lovely story to each other, and then he sings that song, and um, it's second best after the Glee version. You're both wrong. The original's a perfect song. <laughs> Love sentimentality. Anyways, we really appreciate all your emails. Yes, They're we fantastic. do. Yes. We are really bad at responding to them in any way. Oh, yeah, we're Just monsters, but we do Sorry, love them. Sorry, six in a row. <laughs> um, yeah, send us an email at wesgleegood at gmail.com and tell us truly, really anything, but also um, what else you would have liked to see Gwyneth Paltrow not do in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much she did that she didn't have to do. I would have liked her to not uh, say a few lines in English with a strong Spanish accent like she did. I would have liked her to have not participated in more than one number. Like, I didn't need four Gwyneth Paltrow numbers. No, just forget you would have been fine. Yeah. Or oh, just on honey rag. Yeah, on honey rag. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's the episode. That's all we Instead, got. what if Mercedes got to sing? At all. She has a whole plot this episode and she doesn't sing. Bonkers. What should she have sung about Tater Tots? Nothing. Because <laughs> that plot shouldn't have happened. <laughs> it shouldn't have happened. What should she have sung about uh, feeling hurt by a friend? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, was Glee Good, both places. Yeah, sure. Give us a call. 330-366-6130. We do, again, listen to all your voicemails and talk about them because we love them. Don't watch Glee. Don't watch Glee. Certainly don't watch this episode of Glee. Leave us a review on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.